Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudah Ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih Al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya imadullah Get yourself right For this world and the next By begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala عن طارق بن أشيم رضي الله تعالى عنه قال كان رجل إذا أسلم علمه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الصلاة ثم أمره أن يدعو بهؤلاء كلمات اللهم اغفر لي وارحمني وَاهْدِنِي وَعَافِنِي وَرْزُقُنِي رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمْ وفي رواية له عن طارق أنه سمع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأتاه رجل فقال يا رسول الله كيف أقول حين أسأل ربي قال قل اللهم اغفر لي وارحمني وعافني وارزقني فإن هؤلاء تجمع لك دنياك وآخرتك رواه مسلم عن يطارتي الطارق من أشيم رضي الله تعالى عنه قال he said that when a man will become Muslim when a man will become Muslim the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he taught him the salah and then he will command him to make a dua with these kalimat with these words what translated means oh allah forgive me and have mercy upon me guide me aafini wa razuqni inshallah ta'ala will come to see what is the meaning of aafini and give me provisions and inside of another narration on the authority of Tariq as well that verily he said that I heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying when a man had came to him and he asked the man he asked O Messenger of Allah how should I Ask my Lord. How should I ask my Lord? So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, then say, O oh Allah, forgive me and have mercy upon me. Wa'afini. And inshallah ta'ala will come to that and provide for me. Because verily, these, meaning these words, these kalimat, they combine, they will combine for you your worldly affair and your hereafter. They will combine for you your worldly affair, your here and now, and your hereafter. So by way of these words, if we truly understand 
the impact that these words will have upon the life of an individual, then verily we would make it our business to memorize this dua and to constantly beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, with it. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to teach this dua, he used to teach this supplication to his companions, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum. Qala al-allama Muhammad bin Salih Uthaymeen rahimahullahu ta'ala, the great Imam al-allama Muhammad bin Salih, Salih Uthaymeen, he mentions in explaining the meanings of this dua, Allahumma ghfir li, O Allah forgive me, يعني, then forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my sins. Now keep in mind, because I want you to understand the context in which the Prophet ﷺ, he would teach his dua. <coughs> he would teach it to those who had accepted Islam. So I want you to bear this in mind. That the disbeliever, when he accepts Islam, Allah forgives them <coughs> for their sins. The disbeliever, when he or she accepts Islam, Allah forgives them for their sins. كما قال الله تعالى, as Allah Ta'ala, He says inside of His noble book, قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَنْ يَنْتَهُوا يُغْفَرْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ سَلَفْ Allah Ta'ala, He says what means, and say to those who disbelieve, that verily if you stop, if you stop from this disbelief, if you stop from this lifestyle of kufr, if you stop from disbelief, how do you stop? How does an individual stop from being a kafir? By accepting Islam. That if you stop from being a disbeliever, meaning because you accept Islam, then everything that went before will be forgiven. يُغْفَرْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ then it will, they will be forgiven of what has transpired prior to them accepting Islam. So when an individual accepts Islam, all of their sins, all of their previous sins, they are forgiven, they are wiped away, they are gone. وَلَكِنْ طَلَبِ الْمَغْفِرَةِ مَشْرُوعِ حَتَّى بَعْدِ الْإِسْلَامِ However, the asking for forgiveness is something that is legislated even after Islam. Even after a person becomes a Muslim. Naam. Why? Why is this the case? Because there is no person that is free from sin. As it comes inside of the hadith. That verily, that all of the children of Adam, they make Mistakes, they make sins. And the best of those who make mistakes, the best of those who make sins, then they are those who ask for forgiveness. So here we see the importance of asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for our sins. Asking Allah azza wa jal to forgive us for our sins. And this is from the ways in which an individual, they will get themselves right for the next life. And his statement, the statement of the Prophet وسلم, as he taught us in his dua to us, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon us. Warhamni, يعني, meaning, meaning, shower upon me your mercy. Shower upon me your mercy. Now contemplate over the asking for forgiveness and the asking that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he showers his mercy upon us and that he bestows his mercy upon us. 
in asking for forgiveness when we ask Allah for forgiveness then this is safety this is having success in escaping the evil sins and the transgressions and the end result of those sins and transgressions meaning the punishment so we ask Allah to forgive us by way of that by way of asking for forgiveness we are seeking to escape the sins and the ill Results of sins, the evil repercussions of sins, meaning being being punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the other side, when we ask Allah ta'ala for rahmah, in the request of mercy, then we're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bestow upon us those things that are desirable, those things that we are looking for, those things, those good things that we are chasing after. Because the individual, I want you to contemplate upon these two, escaping those things in which we dread and by attaining those things in which we are seeking after. Because the individual, an individual human being, his affair will not be complete. Will not be complete, meaning his affair of being good, it won't be complete. He won't be upon a good state until because the individual, his affair won't be completely good until he escapes from that which he is running from, that which is undesirable, and he attains that which is sought after, that which is good. So in these two first things here, then we will see the combination of how an individual, by, by way of asking Allah for forgiveness and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for mercy, how this is the this is the recipe for success. This is the recipe for success in this world and the next. This is from the ways in which an individual will get themselves right for in this world and inside of the next. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, assalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ba'id. Ya ibadullah, get yourself right, get your mind right, change your life. There comes next inside this tremendous dua, in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would cease to the sahaba when they accepted Islam. And bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, we should imitate the Prophet ﷺ in everything, but in particular in teaching those individuals who accept Islam this supplication and stressing upon this supplication and teaching them this supplication because in it is the recipe for success. And we should also concern ourselves with constantly begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with this particular supplication. It goes on to say, Wahdini, and guide me. This is tremendous. Guidance is tremendous. Naam. And is that which it is incapable, we are incapable of being guided without the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because there are two things that will enter into guidance. We have the hidayah and ilm wal bayan. We have the hidayah, the guidance of being guided to knowledge 
and to being guided to know. Naam. Because there are many things from guidance out there that people are unaware of. They don't know about it. And in order to really gain the full fruits of it, then we have to firstly know about it. Naam. So there's a guidance of knowing, of having that knowledge. Naam. But understand that that's not it. That's not the end of the story. That's not the end of the road. Why? Because how many people they know what the truth is, but they don't live by it. How many people they know what is right, but they don't comply to it. How many of the people they know that Islam is correct, but they don't accept Islam. So just knowing and having the knowledge, that's not enough. So therefore, the second part of guidance also comes into that. And that is hidayah at tawfiq. That is thy, the guidance of being or granted the success and being compliant to the guidance. So not just that we're asking Allah to show us what is the guidance, but also show us the guidance and then give us the success in being compliant to the guidance. This, we need this. That we know what is correct and they would they were giving granted or be granted the success from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing that which is correct. And then it goes on to say, Wa'afini. Naam, wa'afini. Hey, what does this mean, wa'afini? To give me safety, to give me protection, naam, to, to, to save me from what? To save me from sickness, heal me from sickness, cure me from sickness, make me safe and removed from sickness. This is tremendous because Al-Amrad Nawa'an. Because sickness is of two types. We have the sickness, the sickness of the heart, those sicknesses that plague the heart. And we can see this from Allah Ta'ala, a statement that such exists. A person that says, what's the dalil that the heart has a sickness? That is not meant by a physical sickness. And that we can see the dalil for this is in Allah Ta'ala's statement. That in their heart there was a sickness, so Allah increased their sickness. The people, they put sickness in their heart. So, al-jazam and jinsin amin, the crime, the, the, the punishment will be in relation to the crime. They put sickness in their heart. So, Allah increased the sickness that was inside of their heart. So, there's a sickness that it plagues the heart. But then there's also what? A physical sickness. A marad al-jismi. A sickness that plagues the body itself. Na'am fi al-badan. In the various different parts of the body. In the different organs of the body. The different limbs of the body. The different areas of the body. There are sicknesses that attack these areas of the body. فَإِذَا سَأَلْتَ اللَّهِ الْمَعَافَى فَالْمُرَادْ مِنْ هَذَا وَهَذَا So when you ask Allah to give you safety, to give you, يعني, uh, 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 to cleanse you and to cure you and to make you safe from sickness, then you're asking to be cured, to be cleansed, to be safe from this and that. From the sicknesses of the heart and the sicknesses of the body. From the sicknesses of the heart, مِنْ مَرَدِ and the sicknesses of the body and marud al-badan wal in marud al-qalb a'zam but the sickness of the heart is more dangerous is more deadly is more serious is greater so we have to be concerned just like we're concerned to eat healthy just like we're concerned to consume healthy things just like we're concerned to exercise, to maintain a healthy lifestyle that is linked to the health of our bodies, likewise, we have to be concerned 
of the health of our heart. Now, I want you to contemplate. Just like what is linked to the health of the body is by being concerned, by being diligent, by being vigilant over what you put into your body. Then likewise, that which is linked to the health of the heart and to heart health is by watching and being concerned, by being vigilant over what goes into your heart. Now, by being concerned and vigilant over what you allow to go into your heart to touch and to affect your heart. So do not allow filth to corrupt your heart. Do not allow filth and poison into your heart. Just like you don't allow poison into your stomach, do not allow poison into your heart. Do Just like you don't ingest poison, then don't take in poison into your heart. And then lastly, وَرُزُقُنِي and provide me, give me provisions. يعني الرزق الذي يقوم به بدن meaning the provisions that the body by way of it then it is established by it. The, the, those provisions that nourish the body. Naam, this is important and we need that. Naam, bila shakku bila we need those provisions that will strengthen and give nourishment to our bodies. Men of ta'am, from food, was sharab, from drink, was libas, from clothes, was maskan, and from clothes, from uh, living, you know, houses and, and, and things like this. Huh? All of this enters into our provisions. Our food, clothing, and shelter all enters into our provisions. But it's not just that, because these are the provisions that nourish the body. These are the provisions that give rise to a healthy body and things of that nature. But then we also have the risk We also have the provisions that the heart is nourished by way of it. We also have those provisions that the heart is established by way of it. So just like we have to be concerned to eat good, right? just like we have to be concerned to drink good, just like we have to be concerned to have a good shelter over our head, so on and so forth, then likewise we have to be concerned with those things which bring nourishment to the heart. And what are those things that bring nourishment to the heart? What are those things that we could bring in, we could bring into our hearts to make our hearts healthy or that will lend to heart health? Then that is who will ilm nafi'. Then that is beneficial knowledge. Beneficial knowledge meaning having knowledge about the Quran, knowledge about the, the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, knowledge about the way the Sahaba, knowledge about the righteous ones and how and what they used to do and how they used to live, that we take them as our examples. So by looking into the the Quran and the tafsir of the Quran, by looking into the hadith and the explanation of the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, by looking into the seerah, the biography of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, by looking into the seerah or the uh, or, 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 or the the tarikh, by looking into the history of the righteous ones, starting with the Sahaba and then those great Imams that came after them, looking into their lives, taking examples from their lives, taking admonishment and so on and so forth from what happened to them in their life. This is what brings nourishment to what? To the heart. Naam? But not just that. Not just that. We're also, because ilmu nafi' 
beneficial knowledge without amanul salih without righteous good deeds then that is like a yani a tree without fruit it's like a tree without fruit the fruit is the righteous good deeds so we have to couple the two together the beneficial knowledge and then acting in accordance to that knowledge ma'am the beneficial knowledge and then acting in accordance to that knowledge acting in accordance to that knowledge doing righteousness praying on time being steadfast upon our prayers fasting the month of ramadan paying the charity, making hajj and umrah, believing correctly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, believing correctly in the angels, believing correctly in the prophets, believing correctly in the books, believing correctly in the day of judgment, believing correctly in qadr khayrihi wa sharri, so on and so forth. All of these things are from those things which will give help to the heart, from those things that will benefit the heart. These are all from the provisions of the heart, doing righteousness, praying voluntary prayers, fasting voluntary fast, so on and so forth. Making dua, reading Quran, seeking knowledge, being righteous to one's parents, smiling in the face of your brother, being righteous and good to your brothers and your sisters, being kind to the animals, giving the road its right by not polluting inside of it, by not obstructing it, so on and so forth. All of these things are from righteousness, shyness. All of these things are from righteousness. These things are from iman. These things, this right here, this is the food of the heart. Naam. وَهَذَا يَشْمَلْ هَذَا وَهَذَا And when we ask Allah, وَيَرُزُقُنِي Then what we're asking for is this and that. That we have the physical nourishment and that we have that which nourishes our soul. We have that which brings provisions and nourishment to our souls. That which will lend to the health of our bodies and the health of our souls. يَا عِبَادُ This dua, this dua, don't sleep on it. This dua is how you get yourself right in this world and the next. It's how you get yourself right for this world and the next. Ya ibadullah, be steadfast in begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the likes of this if you truly want success. Hada fa aqimu salah.